What's up, real estate business builders? This is part two of uh, Christine Lee talking about uh, her journey in business, how she shifted over into a tech and systems play with Seize the Market, but more importantly, how she's combated this culture of rise and grind and just this hustle, hustle, hustle culture that we live in. So this is part two. So if you're coming into the podcast on this episode, go back one episode so you have a little bit of context to the conversation. If you haven't grabbed a free copy of my book yet, go to scaleordiebook.com. Enjoy that free resource and enjoy part two of uh, Christine Lee chatting about the hustle culture and how to combat it while still being super successful. Hope you enjoy. Hustle is where it's at. If, you know, yeah, you can have ta talent, but if you don't have hustle, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. Again, it's that that compelling, right? Unhealthy urge to get things done because if you don't get it done, you're going to miss out. And um, when it's tied to like your self worth or your value or like how awesome you are and your awesome sauce, um, then it's you know the more I get done, the better I am. So. Um, the truth in that is that no, not your plan. It's God's plan. Like our plan is go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. But God's like, yo, uh, yeah, that's like the recipe for burnout in long term. It's like the tortoise and the hare. You know, is it um, uh, the tortoise nice and easy uh, wins the race or the hare that uh, just like burns out? And so like, do you actually want to win or do you just want to feel good hustling until you don't? Um, so just going into life's interest, uh, I'd love to see which one of these um, lies are like really prominent in, in your life. What ones ring in your head? Um, Lars, what, what applied to you? Like, how did it show up? Uh, all of these. Um, I, I have, and it's, it's a lot better now, um, but just a sense of urgency that is exhausting you know, to for sure. And there are team members on here that will say it like, yes, Lars, like a sense of urgency, like everything is the highest priority. And, and you, you rationalize it as a business person, you know, where there are some things that, you know, are high priority, but, but not to the point where they're going to trump other things. And so just priorities to me are, you know, very clear. If they're true priorities, they show up that way in your calendar. Um, so that one for sure, uh, the time thing I've, I've figured that out, you know, pretty well. Um, but productivity, we did an exercise as a family, uh, like creating our family values. And, uh, my, I was just so caught up on productivity, like to me, like people that to the point where I, I almost think like, if you're not like highly productive, and it even gets in between my wife and I. Like she's not the most productive and like coaching your wife is the worst idea ever. Um, but I, I'm almost like, well, you're just not being productive, you know? And it's like, but, but then she'll be sitting outside and I'll be envious of, I'm like looking at her like, what is she doing out there? And I'll ask her later. She's just, I was just listening to the birds. And I'm like, you were listening to the birds? <laughs> but the part of me is like, that's ridiculous. That part of me is like, I would love to listen to the birds. You're like, I don't even know how to do that. Like, no, you sit out there like? for like three minutes and it's like, okay. So there is still a part that is, you know, it's embedded and I, I get better every day with, with my quiet time first thing in the morning. But um, yeah, so I, I feel like this is all, all me. <laughs> um, and again, it's like not pointing fingers. I was just kind of like, 
dumping out what I've done and what I've experienced, but I think it's common for a lot of us. So no shame in that. Oh, here's another part, speaking of shame. Um, the lies will be that if you're not productive, right, um, <laughs> you're useless, you know, you're not worth as much. And so that just recognize not only is that fear, but that's a guilt and shame. How many times do we feel guilty when we're not being quote unquote productive or hustling, right? And so there's a lot of guilt and shame programmed into this whole hustle mentality that I literally had a very hard time going on vacation and just like truly just relaxing and not plugging into work. Um, and I know I've heard that, you know, so many different places, but just realize that is a guilt and shame that's rooted in that. And fear is something else, but guilt and shame is a huge, huge um, kind of the pot of that as well. Tell so, that uh, real funny in the comments, Jill Lindstrom said, all of my emails have ASAP in them, like capital, <laughs> <laughs> I need this. And it's, you know, what makes me laugh on that is that I'll, I'll do it, except I'll, I'll put it in a lowercase. So they know that I need it as soon as possible, but it's not like as soon as possible, but I still need everything ASAP. Uh, I thought that oh, was hilarious. Does it make you feel better when you do it in lowercase forms? Is it like- 100% because like, I'm not being as as much of a, you know, an, an a-hole if I lowercase the ASAP. Well, it makes you feel like a little fuzzy delivery person. You're like, oh, I'm so sweet. I did it in all lowercase. Congratulations. Everyone. I love it. That's pretty fun. Okay. All right. So uh, here's the thing. Well, now connecting, you know, business and practicality to some spirituality. But the truth is, is that Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. We talked about all the different labels that we put on, you know, pro productivity. Oh, you're a hard worker. You're a go-getter. All those things that come out as an angel of light, meaning it comes out like a, a wolf in sheep's clothing, right? Um, it, it has the label of something good and noble, especially providing for your family as a husband, right? Like what's more noble than that? That's pretty hard to, to pierce, right? But when you look at your motivator and the price that you're paying, the collateral damage, if any, right? Then you can determine, you can discern, right? You can recognize if there is some crap underneath that that's really not healthy and not God, or if it's like literally Satan disguised as an angel of light trying to say, hey, we need to be more productive, right? Because these are good things. And you're not a human, you're not a man or a father if you don't. Um, but let's tap into some truth here. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. I love this. Power, love, and a sound mind. Okay, so just that phrase alone, you can use that as like a, a thermostat, right? Um, as a litmus test and be like, okay, am I operating in power, love, and a sound mind? Sound mind also translates to self-control, meaning you can turn it off, right? <laughs> Let's translate it to business talk. You can turn it off. If you find yourself not being able to turn it off, my friend, that is not self-control, right? That is not sound mind. That is not power and love. That's called out of control. You can't turn it off and you are spinning, right? And you can't go to sleep and you're anxious and you're depressed or you're stressed out. You have to take like antidepressant or, a or whatever medication that you probably shouldn't have to if you tap more into power, love, and the sound mind, right? Um, and by the way, I'm not trying to knock on anybody um, about medication, but I'd say like there's a lot of situations where we're over-medicated, right? Just as a banding, as an easy out. So um, just want to be respectful on that note. Um, but uh, so the question is, how can we stop the fear and get into 
power love and a sound mind. So let's talk solutions. Let's talk strategy, right? So I'm just going to um, lay some problems out there. Like, okay, I want to do this, but here's the practical pitfalls that comes up, you know? Well, I got like 80 billion tasks to do today. Which one do I choose? So that's priority management. Okay. And uh, when should I do them? Because my day is kind of crazy. The moment that I wake up to when I go to sleep, it's like, you know, crazy town. That's time management issue. And in the middle of all this, how do I not go crazy? How do I not get pissed off? How do I not get out of balance? How do I not go crazy doing all of this? That's peace management. Okay. So we're going to tap into all of these three things in the solution. So it is a multi-pronged strategy of priority, time, and peace management. So let's step into it, shall we? Um, so I call it time blocking with God. Super simple. And it, it knocks out all these three things. So step one, or what is it? So time blocking with God is just simple. It's just the integration of God in your time, tasking, priority management. And the result of that is like the best high quality decisions you make and the increased amount of peace that you have around that through the whole day. So here, here's the pitch. Here's the, here's the benefit package, right? You get, <clears throat> you get better productivity out of you and you have more peace, more sanity, more control in your mind um, over all of it throughout the day. Like who doesn't want that, right? So it's both practical, logical, and spiritual. So step one, it starts from waking up. Science, first 15 minutes of waking up, your brain is in the theta brainwave state. So that's that kind of that, that kind of lucid kind of, you know, in the shower, I'm thinking and you have all these, you know, um, aha, oh my gosh, I thought of this in the shower thing, right? It's because your brain is more in like very mushy, moldable state and like the ideas are flowing. That's the same state that you're in when you wake up the first 15 minutes, which means whatever you put in your brain in those 15 minutes is the mode that you're going to continue to operate. So if you wake up first 15 minutes, start looking at whether it's social media to do, then you like get yourself riled up in like this fight or flight panic state of like, I got to get all this crap done and hustle the crap out of the day. Then you are literally imprinting your brain with that type of mindset and energy. And it's going to ride you the rest of the day. Like it's freaking going to whoop you. Um, so the strategy on that is starting your mornings in a healthy way. So the way you start your mornings matters. Okay. So what I'm going to say is, uh, no cell phone for the first 30 or 60 minutes, definitely not in the first 15, right? But don't even look at your phone. Like I know it's, it's almost like this, your hand is on autopilot to reach and then flip over your phone. Cause I find myself doing that even like every single day. Um, and so. Um, but I'm acknowledging the fact that it's a natural, like programmed and thing. And I'm telling you, you gotta like, stop it, like say no. And so, because those things overstimulate your brain and what we're going to show you is how to get into like time blocking with God. And you can't hear, sense, or feel properly when you're overstimulated because you've got all this noise and it's literally crowding your mental real estate. <clears throat> and so that includes no social media, no email, no texting, no TV, no news. Um, any, I know like a lot of people like coffee, but like highly caffeinated, like energy drinks, it'll make your head so noisy when you're trying to like get quiet and, um, get into like divine timing. Um, I would say hold off as much as you can. Okay. So, um, the next thing is, all right. So this is the, the steps to the practice is that each week I have a master weekly, like to do list. Right. And so one side is business. 
work stuff. And the other one is more personal, spiritual, right? So I'm going to make um, a list that separates the two um, that I'm going to continue to use throughout the whole week because we're going to reference it in these later two steps. So like, let's say on Sunday um, or first thing Monday, what, wherever your space is, um, you brain dump everything. And if you um, have a list from before, you just carry it over, right? This is just so you have a clean sheet because there's going to be things that you scratched out um, and things that you want to add to just start fresh each week. So you have this master list um, that you have, okay? Um, so imagine all of that being filled out. And then you have two options. I'm going to give you two different styles of doing this for those who like to keep it like super, like kind of sticky note simple and those who are a little bit more organized and want to get time blocked. So hopefully you can mix and match or whatever. But the simple one is that you have a sticky note. You literally, so I do both, okay? I do the sticky note, literally just you draw a line through it. And here's what happens as I'm in like my morning God time. I'm asking God, God, what are the top three things you want me to do? Because here's the thing. You're not going to get done all 80 bajillion things you got. And so you got to prioritize and do it with God. So here's the thing. When you are in quiet God time and you're asking God to lead you, that's your faith in action. Because the other alternative is that you use your puny little human brain to decide and you're doubting yourself and trying to change it up all day long. This is like the act of faith. You're choosing it with God and then by faith, you're executing on it, okay? So what you do is you're looking at your master list. So this is your top three like business. Let's consider it like big rocks, right? <clears throat> that you wanna do. And so maybe one big rock is, you know, doing 30 minutes of lead gen, you know, right? Or maybe it's 30 minutes of, you know, training your new admin or, 30 minutes of operations. Like you just need to organize some stuff. Maybe it's your taxes. Maybe it's your mail. Whatever it is, you know, like there's these rocks that haven't been moved that you need to actually get some progress on. It's going to be on your list, right? Like just pick it out. Like you're literally asking God, God, what are the top three things you want me to do today in my business? You're looking over the list. You're listening and you're just trying to be very quiet and almost like intuitive, right? Um, there's language about, you know, just being led by the spirit uh, or just listening to God. Like, what do you feel like he's putting on your heart? And you just faithfully just like take a leap of faith and select the ones that are popping out to you and put it on the sheet, right? And you can just take your time doing it, but that's by faith, choosing your top three priorities with God. And then you go into the follow-up category. There's going to be follow-up items that like, oh, you know, touch base with this repair, that repair, or this closing or whatever. There's going to be things that are more follow-up oriented. So pick those three follow-ups or like it can be a group, you know, follow-up with, you know, all the closings today or whatever. Um, but again, you'll find your own style and language around that, but try and not overload it. Do not, God's not going to overload you. If anything, the three that you pick, here's the thought that commonly come to mind. That's not enough. That's all. Like I need to get more done. If you're feeling that, then you're probably on the right track. If you're feeling like, oh yeah, okay, that's a nice tight schedule. Nope, that probably is a good clue that you're packing it too much. <laughs> so back the truck up. <laughs> um, and uh, then you have your personal list, right? Then you're like, okay, God, what do you want me to do in my, you know, in my personal list? Again, you're just leaning in what you feel like God's gonna pop it out to you. And it doesn't mean you have to finish that whole thing. It might just mean like, hey, just do like, spend 25 minutes in it. Just like spare a time block for it. 
And then in the spiritual aspect, it could be like, hey, pray for, you know, Johnny and Susie and whatever. Or maybe it's just, hey, just spend time with me, like spend 15 minutes with me. Um, so you just, you know, you're just listening and being obedient to these things. So um, it's like you're doing the same things as far as prioritizing, but the extra bonus items, you're integrating God with it. And it is that simple. Like just bother to ask God and he will show up for you. So um, the phrase all that is trust, listen, and obey. So the next option is, okay, so like, okay, so then once you have that, then you look at that. That's your to-do list for the day. And these don't all have to be full. If God just gives you one in, you know, like some of these categories, that's fine. He's never going to overbook you. Um, and you just go about your day. Okay. For those of you who like to be a little bit more organized and actually like have time blocks in there, here's what I would do. Um, there's a sheet and I'll share this with you. Um, you know, this is just like a regular calendar planning, you know, day type of sheet. First, write down any set appointments that you actually have, right? Because those aren't moving. Um, and so you write those in, uh, including your lunch. Okay, people, let's eat lunch. Let's keep your body healthy. And, um, and ask God, what three things, oh, after, uh, what, after you fill this in. So instead of the sticky note, the second step is that you're going to ask that same question and write it down in here, okay? Um, and so now it's on your platter sheet. And then the last step that's different is, okay, now you're looking at this and say, okay, God, help me time block here. Where and when should I do these things? So it's almost like you're draw, dragging and dropping, but, you know, with your pencil. So if it said, you know, um, you know, do lead gen, then you're like, okay, God, when should I do it? And it might be like, you might just kind of feel like a little poke, you know, and you're like, oh, I feel like 10 o'clock is kind of standing out for me. Okay, right in 10 o'clock, you know? Okay, the second thing, you know, this other time walk of, you know, training your admin. Okay, well, then um, do that at 1130, you know? So you're just literally, it's like you're doing the same thing, but you're integrating God into it. It's, it's not like this whole new system. It's the same thing, but you're asking God. You're just bothering to ask God. And so that's literally all of it. It's like, it's not rocket science. It's just simple, but just involve God in it. Just ask him. Just like, listen, sit still for a little bit and wait for his answer and see what you see, sense, or feel. And so that's pretty much um, what that looks like. And I just want to, this is my testimony on The results from that is just like amazing because I have like, 10 is probably an understatement. Just so much more incredible peace because I'm like, okay, I did this with God. I time blocked with God and by faith, I'm going to be obedient. By faith, I'm going to execute this in excellence because that's what he does. And guess what? He's bigger than your mistakes because you're like, oh, what if I did? Oh, maybe this was supposed to be. Da-da-da. You know, how many times have you been like, um, you know, back to right on that? Oh, I got to move this, move that. Da-da-da. Oh, I really should have put this on my to-do list. And I got to take this out. Like all this reorganizing, all this like craziness. But when you do it with God, here's what steps in. I'm like, whoa, wait, hold on. Am I going to believe that I time block with God or not? Or am I going to choose to panic and go back into fear and try and rearrange the crap out of it, right? And so it literally helps me pop the brakes and be like, no, I did this with God. I'm going to honor it. He's going to honor me. And if I need to make any adjustments, I'll do it intentionally with him, but not in my crazy mode, not in my mode where my brain is spinning and I'm doing it out of like panic, anxiety, or fear. So when you do that, oh my gosh, you forget less things because you just like, you just did it with God. You stress and worry less. 
because you're doing certain things that God's prompting you, like there's just more organization and order. And may I say that you have more lucky breaks. Like how many times has God like canceled appointments? I'm like, oh, this is feeling a little tight. I'm like, God, was I supposed to do that? Next thing I know, boop, canceled appointment. Like he actually, because you're now inviting him into your time blocking and schedule, I promise he starts rearranging your schedule, right? Like it's the coolest thing ever, but you're not going to get it if you don't ever integrate God into it. Like that simple invitation of doing that starts like procuring some like cool, supernatural little, little fingerprints that are amazing. Um, and you just have increased space that things are just going to work out and they do so much more. You have so much more peace. Um, so this will just help you progress more in all areas of life, personally, well, spiritual business. And, um, that is pretty much what you can expect. So I have, uh, I have all that, these like three sheets. It's not like this whole packet. It's just three sheets. Uh, your the to-do list, the, the sticky note version, and then like the date planning version. And so um, it's a free download. This is not even, there's not even a registration. It's literally the link go download. Like I'm not even trying to load, <laughs> like get emails or anything. Like it's just there for you to download. So seizethemarket.com slash time. It's all yours. Have fun. And we can open it up to any comments, thoughts, or questions. So Lars, take it away. Yeah, any questions uh, while we have Christine for a few more minutes? This is uh, awesome. And I would say the, the results for me in a really short period of time uh, was just like extreme clarity on my priorities, you know, so um, and really getting my work into the smallest time blocks as possible. So where it would just sort of flow into everything, I would be in it, out of bed and an email kind of doing the things. Um, you know, I just cut it off and I just know that my kids need me right now. And I'm just in, in that. And I know, you know, instead of watching Netflix before bed, I know that my wife needs me in, in that time. And so that's been the, and just a lot more peace. It's been awesome. Any comments or questions from you guys? Lots of really solid, like, this is just what I needed. And thanks. Um, just confirmation, moving my family on brokerage EXP was the right thing to do for sure. Um, yeah, really, really good. I, I would encourage you guys to, to what, I, what I was doing, which was wrong, and Christine called me out on it. Um, do exactly that. Just go from waking up. So I wake up at 5 a.m. and I start my, my work time at 5.30, but that 5 to 5.30 is doing doing just this, not exactly this. You were holding this back for me. This is a little bit new, <laughs> but this, this is pretty cool, this process, but, um, awesome. Awesome. All right, cool. Well, thanks, Christine. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Would you please take a minute to share the show with other agents who may be struggling? And if you love the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. And make sure you visit scaleordiebook.com to get a free copy of my book. It's a nuts and bolts guide to building a real estate business that gives you true time and money freedom so that you can live your life without regrets. Thanks again and see you on the next episode.